What the fuck is the energy for this episode? <laughs> it's a baby named Frank, dude. <laughs> That's, That's the name of the episode? <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Atomic Radio Hour. I'm your host, Vince, and I'm also here with... I'm your, uh, your shady man, Declan. This is episode 21. We're a, is it now? It is. We are a post-nuclear podcast. How you been, my friend? I've been good. I am, uh... Quite tired. Yeah? I'm approaching the end of my semester, and things are pretty intense. Have you, have you learned a lot? Yeah. Changed a couple of hearts, yeah. changed a couple of minds? <laughs> Sounds like some so- uh, song lyrics you got there. Oh. Was, uh, oh. Um, how have you been? You just got back from vacation. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a new man. <laughs> I'm a new southern-loving yeah. man. Yeah, apparently the South is quite magical. There was, there was a moment... When I was driving, I, w- I had driven seven or eight hours to to get to Atlanta, right? Right. I was driving, and I just needed somewhere to stay, just like a warm pillow to rest my head for a few hours. So I found this hotel, and it was cheap. And uh, I I walk into the foyer of the hotel, and there was the sweetest southern black lady looks me right in the eyes and goes, Baby, what you need? And I was like, Oh, my God. You feel so at home. I was like, this is what it feels like to be hugged with words. <laughs> I was like, thank you, sweet southern black lady. Just give me the cheapest room you have. And I wanted to I wanted to thank her in the morning for her kind. Did you ever see that, that picture where it's like the deer person feeding someone? He's like, thank you, you've saved my life. <laughs> yeah. That's what I felt like. I wanted to go back and be like, thank you so much for your kindness. But she was gone. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, dude, oh. I love the South. Everybody was so nice. There's a Chick-fil-A every two miles. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. But you know what the South doesn't have? <laughs> what doesn't the South have? The South doesn't have Shady Sands. Oh, welcome to Atomic Radio Hour. We sell podcasts and segues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shady, Tell me about it. Shady Sands is the capital and the birthplace of the new California Republic. By 2241, the population had reached tens of thousands of people. Tens of thousands? Tens of thousands, because it was, it's all of, uh, it's all of California and into parts of Mexico. Damn. Are we talking about the NCR at large, or just like Shady Sands as a settlement? No, like, like, I don't know if it's, I think it's the, I don't know if it's considering the settlement, or if it's considering the state of New California, or the country, or whatever it is of New California. The sovereign entity. Wow, look at the fucking SAT words on Declan. Yeah. Uh, it's it's built entirely from scratch, was founded in 2142 by dwellers of Vault 15 using a Gek. So that's like an actual proper use of a Gek. Go figure. And I don't recall, but I... Th- think vault 15 was a control vault um can you, can that you google sounds that sounds like it rings a bell i can check though uh in um, 2161 shady sands 
was a small, thriving settlement, completely self-sufficient, managing to irrigate some of the wasteland soil to support their crops, drill a well to provide them with water, and even establish Brahmin herds. But their main problems were the Great Khans and Rad Scorpions, which the Great Khans later kidnapped Tandy, which I think I spoke about before in our Raider episode. I think so. Um, but we'll get a little more into Tandy later on. Did you did you find anything about that vault? Um, it was supposed to stay closed for fifty years, and it was it was technically an experiment. It was populated by people with extremely different and diverse ideologies and cultures. Huh? Really? So it's kind of a light experiment. But definitely, like, an actual, like, real one that I could see happening. It's like the Manhattan it's, of vaults. Yeah, kind of. They just kind of packed as many people in there that they could of different uh, ideas. And it, uh, the different raider tribes kind of uh, emerged from there. And it was hmm. also the founding village for Shady Sands. That's actually a really good one. <laughs> yeah. It's not like uh, like ten people in a panther. <laughs> That's a great one. What are you talking about? Ten <laughs> but this pe- one's actually, like, real. Te- you don't think ten people in a panther could be real? Oh, I think it could be real, but it's a lot more maniac-like. You never partied with a panther. You're correct. I've <laughs> never partied with a panther. <laughs> so, the NCR, like I just said, uh, was was born within Shady Sands. Uh, this is, again, this is right off the wiki uh, following the establishment of the NCR, the township expanded rapidly, event- eventually transforming itself from a small ag- agricultural settlement into the largest population center, uh, the largest population center in the NCR and uh, the largest population in all of post-nuclear America. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, real good. And it's only like a hundred and something years, not even. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just under 100 years. It's like 90-something years. 2161. Damn, they did well for themselves. Yeah, they also had a gek. Yeah, I mean, that definitely helps a lot. So, Shady Sands, being a small little settlement, was run by a man named Aradesh, which is the coolest fucking name ever. That's a pretty good one. Very, yeah. He was, uh, he he's in charge of Shady, Shady Sands when the player character gets there, uh, and him, along with his daughter Tandy and a guy named Seth, wind up... Uh, <laughs> a guy named uh, Seth? A dude you've named got, Seth. You've got Aradesh, you got Tandy, and Seth. Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every group needs a Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Can you think of a more unattractive name than Seth? Well, Keith, but well, that's a give me. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, like, call out every Seth and Keith. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like... Like, I've got an Uncle Keith. Yeah, and what does Uncle Keith look like? Not that there's anything saying about looks, but how does he act, I should say. I'm sorry. He's good. Like, he does real well for himself. He has, like, a family. Yeah, but you know who else has a family? Who? A lot of people that are fucking named Keith. I guess you're right. Like, let me ask you this. Are there babies that are just, like... When you have a baby, do you name it, like, Franklin or Frankfurt or, like... Uh, Francis, because, like, imagine just seeing a baby, and it's like, this baby's name is Frank. <laughs> All I could think of is, uh, is Frank. <laughs> now, the people at home don't know who Frank is, but... 
But Vince and I have a friend whose dad is named Frank, and all I could picture is this man's face just on the body of a baby. <laughs> and that's smoking the funniest thing ever. Just, yeah, just smoking a cigarette, sitting on like a fucking Harley. No, but like, He's like, just got out of the womb. You got a light. Like, dude, I if, if you if you were like, this is my baby Frank, I'd be like, was he born with stubble? Like, <laughs> fucking Frank, son, uh, Frank, come on the podcast. <laughs> a baby named Frank. That's a good name for a band. A ba- oh, that would be a baby about, named Frank. How about Frank and the babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, um Aradesh was voted Aradesh was voted to be the leader of the NCR and he led from 2189 to 2196. After his election, he went on an expedition to find Vault 13, Vault 13. He went missing and was pro- proclaimed dead. His daughter Tandy took his place. Now, when you meet Tandy in Fallout 1, yes, she's 16. When you meet F- Tandy in Fallout 2, she's 96. Does that much time really change between the two games? Yeah, because you're the grandson of the player oh, character. Oh, yeah, you're right. And she dies at 103. Jesus, in this wasteland? <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, Nobody lives to be that long. Unless you're a ghoul. I guess you're right, yeah. But I don't think she was ghoulified. Yeah, I don't think there was any mention of that. Jeez, what a long life. Yeah. And I mean, being a president at 16 and then staying president until you die at 103? Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't, That's a I don't lot think of she pressure. Was, I don't think she was, uh, I don't think she was th- uh, 16 when she became president. I think if I read it correctly, she was president for 50 something years. That's so many years. Yeah. Cause the game ends. I don't remember the date where the when the game the game is supposed to end, like quote unquote end. But yeah. I think Fallout One is supposed to take place over three months. Okay, I could be wrong. But uh, once she took power, she opened trade routes between Junktown and the hub, something that her father was very reluctant to do. She soon dominated the Brahmin trade on the entire West Coast. She's an enterprising mo- individual. Yeah. And she was the most liked president of the NCR. Out of the... Two? Out of all, all of the presidents. There's there's five of them. There's oh. um, her father, Aradesh, Tandy. I don't remember the two in the middle. And then there's President Aaron Kimball, I believe his name is. Yeah. Yeah. He's the uh, current dude. Yeah. If you don't kill him. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then there's Seth. So Seth founded the new California Rangers and held the the role or the rank of first ranger. Oh, that's pretty rad, though. Yeah. Seth did well for himself. Yeah, (laughs) for being named Seth. Yeah. Uh, Here's a little fun fact for you. The NCR money, the dollar coins were minted coins that were backed by gold. The f- Were they? Yeah, the NCR backed their money by gold. I think they, I don't know how, but I think they took a lot of inspiration from the old world. Yeah. Which, like, we saw how that turned out. How well is it going to turn out this time? Well, look at New Vegas. Yeah. They're trying to tax everybody and... 
just kind of yeah. walk in where they feel like they're needed. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Yeah, Nicaragua. <laughs> they know what they did. The $5 bill <laughs> sports Aradesh's face. Okay. The $20 bill is Seth of the First Rangers. And the $100 bill is President Tandy. Awesome. I just thought I mean, it was the most really liked neat. got the 100 so that's pretty good. There was supposed to be a $500, but uh, they cut it last minute. Just, like, from the game, or, like, just, like, they didn't have a use for $500 bills in canon? No, they wanted to put it in, well, I mean, I guess both. They wanted to put it yeah. in New Vegas, and they thought that they were going to put um, Kimball as the face. Yeah. If you did a certain quest line, but they never worked it out, I guess. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I really li- I like shit like that, because I knew that yeah. Tandy was the face. Like, that was one of the f- first connections I had to the original Fallout's. Yeah. Was that Tandy? They were like, someone from the original Fallout is in the money somewhere, kind of. Yeah, like, I really appreciate that. But, like, a lot of Obsidian is from Black Isle. So oh, you can yeah. expect those, like, really nice nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I like that type of shit, even though I, I didn't play a lot of the first two Fallouts. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm a bad Fallout fan. I really need to go back when I have time. A really bad Fallout fan. I really need to go back and play them. Uh, I might make that my summer game. I always have, like, one or two games that I really hardcore hit during the in-between uh, semesters in the summer. So I might really try to gun for the early Fallouts. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Apparently, if you do, uh, like, a maxed agility run, you are untouchable. Really? Yeah, I was watching something about, like, how to play Fallout 1. And uh, the guy was saying, like, if you do max agility and, like, luck, I think it was. It's just like, oh, nothing can ever hit you because high luck and high agility, you can just run away from everything. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't know what, what constitutes your um your amount of times you can hit. It might be agility. So if I think he was doing agility, luck, and melee. Okay. So he would run up to people. They wouldn't be able to hit him. And then he would be like, bam, 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 bam. Like a... Like a D&D, like, monk build. Kind of, yeah. It's very... I think you'd like Fallout 1 and 2 because it's very D&D because I'm kind of... When I played it's, it, well, I was Fallout like... Fallout 1 is based on GURPS, I think. It was originally going to be GURPS, uh, but they... I, I, I think I said this before on the show, and I could be wrong. They originally had a license to GURPS, and then Wizards or whoever owned D&D at the time was like, we're not letting you use GURPS. This game is far too violent. And, oh, yeah. and I want to say Brian Fargo or somebody else that their name is escaping me, uh, wrote the special system in like three days. Yeah. And I actually saw a thing where it was, it wasn't arranged as special and they like couldn't find a good way to arrange the letters. And then someone just like came into the office, slammed their hands on the table and said, it's an anagram for special. Really? Yeah, like, they had it where, like, I think L was first, and it was, like, A and then I, and it, like, made no sense, basically. And then oh, someone wait, just kind of, on. like, came to the epiphany. I just saw this. You're, I know what you're talking about. Hold on. Yeah. Because uh, a little look behind the curtain, I was originally going to do special for the lore, and I said, you know what, let's let's take it back to something older. I don't feel like I do enough justice for the older games. Yeah, it was originally A-C-E-L-I-P-S. Yeah, lips. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yes, Tim Kaine, that's who I was thinking of, stated it was originally going to 
was that he originally was going to call the special system a a a slips and there's a video and he said something in it that you back then you didn't name i don't know i'm not even gonna say because i don't i'm not even sure but there's only three games outside of fallout that have ever used special really it's lionheart which is an rpg from uh black isle uh hold on let me back out of this one a game called simple Oh, it was it was a simple a simple version of uh of uh special. Oh, uh, okay. And Torn Special, which I guess is a game called Torn that they kind of had its own version of it. But yeah, that's neat. I'm surprised. How did you know that? No, I shouldn't say I'm surprised you knew that because that's something you would know. But um, how- well, because you know I'm super into tabletops. So like any semblance of rpg like elements from the fallout games i really like to hone in on Mm -hmm. and i just really liked that fun fact that's a good one yeah i like that one so i have a question for you sure did you see the trailer for uh the new lion king movie i saw that a trailer was released but i didn't oh wait actually i did watch the trailer i saw it side by side with the original yeah animated trailer and it was like to the t like perfect okay are you gonna go see that movie Probably will. Because I just don't see why that movie is needed. I mean, I don't see why it's needed. Like, we already have a Lion King movie, but, like, it still looks pretty good. Yeah, but there's nobody in it. Like, there's nothing... That movie is green screen the movie. Yeah, it's all, like, CG. I know you don't like CG, so, like, I know you're gonna, like, hone in on that and, like, be critical of it because you... I just know it's a style that you don't prefer. Well, it's not even... It's not even that I don't like CG. It's, like... Like, is is that even really making a movie at this point? Like, there's no... Oh, there's a lot of technical value to making a movie that is mostly 3D or mostly 3D animation. Yeah, but there's a lot of technical value that goes into making a sandwich. I'm not so sure about that. You'd, oh, you're going to sit there and tell me that you don't think on some kind of small structural level that making a sandwich is just architecture. What if that bread's too thick? What if you have too many chips on one side? What if your tomatoes are are, are not right, evenly I concede, sliced? I concede to that there is some technical ability to making a sandwich, but I don't see how you could evenly compare making a multi-million dollar production to making a sandwich properly. All right. Challenge accepted. What kind of sandwich are we making? Um, but a ham and Swiss. Ham and Swiss, the classic. All right, the classic. You start off with the bread, right? Now, no matter what anybody wants to say, the bread is the most important part. And what is the bread in this situation? The director. How are you? How do you direct? Like, how do you direct CG film? Like, I get that you can. Di- like, how do you direct uh, an animated film? Like, I understand you. You can, but like, how do you direct? I don't. I just don't get it. Like. What's the point of making a movie that's completely like you can make a movie that's completely CG, but does that mean they were just going to they were just going to uh like parts of Africa and filming parts of Africa and going, okay, we're gonna animate Simba here and Timona Pumba there and like why you gotta shit on these classics? Like did you see the Aladdin trailer? No, I actually didn't. Okay, neither have I. I'm not watching the shit. The Aladdin trailer, they have Will Smith as the genie. Huh. It is. I, I feel like mm. Robin Williams, the only genie. That's arguably one of Robin Williams' best, best performances. performances. It's so that good. And Patch Adams. For I've me. actually never seen Patch Adams. Good one. I definitely recommend it. Did you ever see 24 hour video or photo? 
No. It's about, I think, I could be wrong, I've never actually seen it, but it's, it's like, always been on my list to check out. Um, he is a, I think, a serial killer or a stalker, and people come to him to develop film. Like, he works at, like, a CVS. Oh, okay. And they're like, oh, develop my film, and he's, like, slowly learning these people's lives. Huh. I, I don't know, it seems interesting. You cannot have anybody but Robin Williams be the genie. I can agree with that. Like you're shitting on a legacy of a dead man. Like you're you, this is this is someone who when I was a child brought so much laughter and so many smiles to my life. And you want to give it to the fucking fresh prince? <laughs> like let's be honest, I don't think Will Smith is that great of an actor. I mean, I think he's all right. What what's the last Will Smith movie you went to that you were like, "Wow, that really shook me to my core?" Uh, probably, like, I Am Legend. And I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. We should review that movie next. Yeah, it's actually a good Apocalypse movie. I really like that movie. Yeah. But, like... That one, like, <laughs> made me feel things. Especially at the part where the thing happens. Yeah, I mean, if you're a child, I guess. Listen, I'm sensitive. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just, I just don't... Like, I know why these movies are being made, because Disney didn't make all of the money, they just made most of it. Yeah. And... I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess it's also, like, allowing for IPs that they already own to appeal to a new generation. Then re-release the movie. But, like, there's not... You don't get a lot of new cycles out of that, let's be real. No, it's because that... What do you mean by that? Like... You you, you you understand the idea of, like, a new cycle, right? All right, don't talk to me like I'm a child. No, 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 I'm just, like, saying, because, like, I only learned about how, like, this is kind of an actual part of marketing, like, recently. How, like, people, or, like, companies will only give a small amount of information at a time over a long period of time so that they keep stealing the headlines and getting people, like, to focus on their product. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can say, oh, the original Lion King is re-released on Blu-ray at... 4k but that's one new cycle for when they announce it and that's one new cycle for when it comes out but like now anytime they theaters. do now like anytime they make a new trailer or a, a new person gets confirmed to the cast for this new movie they're getting so many more new cycles out of it so many more eyes are getting put onto this product and they already own all the intellectual property so there's no like more licensing that has to go into it i mean you're not i wrong. mean it makes a lot of sense you're not wrong it's not just right like, imagine if they remade the Iron Giant in CG, half human, half CG. That movie is a uh, national treasure. Yeah. You, you see what I mean? Like, just because we can doesn't mean we should. I agree with that. The only reason I'm going to go see The Lion King is because Donald Glover is Simba. And, like, I'm so for that. And I think Beyonce is Nala. Yeah. Which, cool. And That's what I would consider an all-star casting. Oh, yeah, fine. It's an all-star cast, but, like, are you just going to make it CG and do the entire script again? Like, I mean, Beauty and the Beast came out again. Now they're doing this. And now we're getting Toy Story 4. Do we need Toy Story 4? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't particularly... I didn't like the third one particularly. You didn't like the... I liked one in... You didn't like like Toy Story 3? I thought it was okay. What the fuck you mean it's okay? The first one is, like, irreplaceable to me. And the like, second nothing... one? second one's... It's pretty good. I like it a lot. The third one's just, like, 
all right, I guess we have a third one now. The fuck? You, you're seriously telling me that you like three the best? I don't like three. Well, it depends. I like three for, I like all of them for different reasons. And but, that's fair. But like, I think three is probably better than two. Yeah, um, you could probably convince me that over a series of arguments. I mean, the first one is the first CG movie ever, and for like an a- from an animation standpoint, even though I hate, it's really a it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, for the time it's a it good came Pixar out, movie, yeah. the only the only thing that like you watch it now and it's like ugh, but it didn't start looking like ugh until a few years ago, and I think the first I think they came out in nineteen ninety. That's an old like yeah. not an old movie, but like to be the first CG movie. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't I don't think we I don't it's it's nostalgia. That's all it is. Is you're they're harping on nostalgia. And nostalgia is great for news cycles. Yeah. You're not wrong. I just I don't know, dude. I just don't like like all these Marvel movies that come out. I don't feel like there's a sense of urgency with them. Like did you see did you you saw the new one, right? The new Avengers? Yeah. Thanos, I like the Marvel movies. Thanos I think they're part entertaining one. to watch. Yeah, I get that, but like, do you think they're art? I mean, this is a whole nother discussion. Well, no, well, it's just how, just just how. Like, they're not pushing the boundaries of cinematography, but they're entertaining to watch, and a lot of work goes into them. Just because a lot of work goes into something doesn't make it a, a quality product. And that's fair. I acknowledge that. But I feel like that's kind of your cop out whenever we bring something like this up. I don't know. Like I, th- I think it was. I thought it was good. Now, what I do think is art. I think Thor Ragnarok is art. That movie is fucking incredible. Really? Yeah, it's I've the never best seen Marvel it. movie basically fucking ever. Really? Yeah, it was directed so fucking well. Taika Waititi is a goddamn genius, and nothing can be wrong with that movie in my mind. It is really? so fucking good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I own it. Do you really? Yeah, I actually own it. It's that fucking good that I bought it. Wow. Yeah, I just. Like, I don't know the the event. Like, okay, back when the Marvel movie started popping off, they gave us like a timeline of these movies are going to come out. So, like, when I go to the theater, it's not like, oh no, Spider Man's in trouble. As I do a shitty yeah. Batman, as I do a shitty Adam West. Like, I know that. Like, if oh, the Black Panther is gonna something bad happens to the Black Panther, or something happens to. Captain America or Iron well, Man. Well, Phase Four has Black Panther two already scheduled. So, see what I mean? Like you knew yeah. where I was going with this. Yeah. Like, there's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of uh, investment because I just it's it's honestly the type of thing that you can go in and turn your brain off and go, they did it again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But but we're throwing we're throwing millions at them. The fucking Thanos! I'm gonna I'm gonna call it Thanos one. <laughs> Thanos yeah. one made fucking like so much four billion money. dollars. So much money. I mean, they 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 could Disney could have went to every single person on the planet and go, "Give me a dollar," and half of them could have said no, and they would have made that amount of money. Yeah, it's I mean, just that's kind of how Marvel movies are. They just kind of do that in. America and most of Europe, and everyone pays like eight to sixteen dollars. It's just, I don't know, man. I just don't. I do you go to the movies and like want to watch shit? Like, yeah, I really enjoy going to the movies. I don't go very often because I like for it to be a treat, though. See, I love going to the movies. I remember being little and like going to the movies was a fucking time. Oh yeah, 
My, uh, I still go to the movies with my grandmother. Really? Yeah, with Neen. That's awesome. Yeah. Make sure you do that all the time. Yeah, I fucking love doing it. It just, I don't know, man. I just, I used to love, you know what the last movie I saw in the theater was? What? That puppet movie. Puppet movie? I don't remember the name of it. It was the puppet movie by, it was Jim Henson's son who did it. Let me look it up. Oh, that one, yeah. Fucking, uh, I can remember the tagline. I can't remember the name of the movie. It was, it was all street, no sesame. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> puppet movie, Jesus. Puppet movie. I just typed in puppet movie. Oh, the Happy Time Murders is the first thing that came up. <laughs> I I mean, Google knows your shit. Yeah, I, I like puppetry. Like, I think it's really interesting. Oh, yeah. I think it's I think it's a great way to tell a story. That's the last movie I saw, and it's not a great movie, but I'm like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That was in the theaters when Crazy Rich Asians first hit theaters. And I've yet to Crazy see Crazy Rich Asians? You never heard of that? No. Yeah, it's... I don't I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to say anything about it, but it's about these Asians, and I I guess that they're crazy rich. Cool, I mean, good for them, I guess. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not clamoring to go to the... Th- and you know what, like... I was just... I've never watched a, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. No? Is it... That's the one where he's like, I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to jump off the bridge, right? I think so. Yeah, that one, I, I could be saying the wrong movie. That one, I just watched that for the first time on vacation. It was the day after Thanksgiving, and my uncle was like, a Christmas movie. And I was like, please no, and he put it on. So I was like, look how great, like, look at the great camera angles of this movie. This movie has brilliant, brilliant camera angles that they don't, like, they don't do like shit like that today. Yeah, like brilliant technical syntax. What do you mean by that? Like, it is a quality – it's produced with quality, with using good technique. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's just I, – I, I, I hate that, like, I, I have to go see a Tarantino movie to get something that's visually stimulating. I don't feel like I anybody's mean, making a movie anymore to make something that's a, that's a story. It's people are making shit to fucking just put out a product. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, do you, do you want – I mean, at the same time – like, if Bethesda said they were going to make Fallout 3 remastered tomorrow, that's just gunning for your money. Yes, exactly. That's but, what the entire you company buy, is doing. I paid over $200 for a fucking video game that's not even finished. Like... I'll be the first but, person but to but say you would, But you would buy it. Yes, I'd buy it. I'd buy fucking three copies of it. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> because I... I it's, it's... And I get the, the argument. I know where my money is going. Yeah. It's something I already like. If you already like the Marvel movies, your money's already spent, and they know that. Yeah. But, like, I, I, and I don't think we have to be hypercritical about everything and be like, well, what is this saying about society? Because you should be able to turn your, your, your brain off. That's fine. But when you're putting out four movies a year, it's, it's a little insulting. Hmm. I think it is. Because everybody likes, like, you know how you've played Skyrim or Fallout a billion times? And it's like, yeah. it's like, fuck it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna, like, make a new character, make him max level, and just give him all the stats and run around and just punch people for fun. Yeah, that's real fun. You know what I mean? It's kind of like <laughs> yeah. that. It's just like, alright, I'm just gonna, I know how this movie's gonna end, I know what's gonna happen, I'm gonna hop in, and then I'm gonna hop out. Like, it's, I, you know what I mean? I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, um, I see what you're saying. I, I, I just don't want people to... 
I, I mean, this kind of sounds shitty, but I don't want people to get, like, complacent in their entertainment. Always strive to have something better. And, like, how I said 76 isn't finished, it's very buggy, but I'm loving it. And I'm oh, the... I'm having a great time. Me I'm too. so much fun. But you know what? We're also the target demographic. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just... I just... I mean, a little bit off topic. I think we should pay some respects. To Steven Hillenburg. Yeah. Yeah. That man... That, uh... That, speaking of entertainment, like, jeez. I thought you were going to bring up Stan Lee. That's why I cut you off. No. You know what's actually funny? He died He died when, uh, I think I was on vacation, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Yeah. But, like, a few episodes ago, I said something about him being dead. Really? Yeah, and I was thinking about it the other day. But, like, Stan Lee inspired children of not just two or three generations, but, like, lifetimes worth oh, of yeah. people. You know what I mean? Like, every kid. And, like, and this is what I'm... I, I, kind of going back to the Marvel movies, some kids watch it, and that's kind of, like, what it's for is for kids. To see a kid's face light up as, like... As the Hulk smashes someone into the freaking pavement. Then I, I get it. Like, I'm not y- yeah. saying this about kids. It's a ki- For kids, they're great movies. They're something you can invest time into. And for kids, that could be the first kind of start of your individuality. Like, that can be, like, I'm an individual because I like this. Because, you know, when you're yeah. kind of a kid and you're kind of just thrown in front of the TV and you watch whatever? Yeah. That could be the first time you say to your parents, like, I want to go see this movie. And, like, st- and and uh, with Stan Lee, something that I always think about is I went to uh, Philly Comic Con when I was, like, 14. And I went with, like, my mom and a friend and my friend's mom. And Stan Lee was there signing autographs, and there was a bunch of kids that had wheelchairs or some sort of disability, be it mental or physical. I wasn't asking them, so I don't know. And I remember saying to my mom, like, why would you want to, why would you want to bring somebody like that here? It's so crowded and noisy. And my mom said, because when they read those comics, like, it wasn't, they weren't them. They were that superhero. They yeah. were Spider-Man, or they were the Hulk, or they were Captain America. Like, they were somebody else. And because Stanley had such a heavy part in that, you kind of feel like in a weird way it's a it's a part of you that you never get to meet. I mean, she didn't say this part. I'm kind of, like, yeah. saying how I but interpreted like, it. But, like... You can... Powerful figures in fantasy can empower you. Yeah, exactly. And it was just, like... I don't know. Just imagine, imagine being in your 90s and... Somebody who's just as old, if not older than you, and somebody who's like six years old could appreciate the work that you've done. That's incredible. And that's what I that's what I want. You? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to create games that make people feel awesome. And also create games that make people feel sad. I want to create a stimulating experience for people. I feel that. I just that was that was a real shame. Yeah, both for Stanley and um, and Steven Hillenburg. We should talk about him yeah. because, like, I was just watching a video about how there will never be another show like SpongeBob. I forget who did the video, but it was saying about how it came out and like you know you know the thing with like you, I don't know if cartoons are still doing it, but they would do like gross gross out close up shots. Yeah, Spon- like Ren and Stimpy did it. Yeah, and it started it started with Ren and Stimpy, but like arguably well not arguably spongebob was the bigger show oh, and yeah. they did it, they did it but it just 
it was bigger because it was on them. It was with them. Just, he, that's another thing that, like, there's, there's always, like, every three months there's a new Spongebob meme. Yeah, it's a timeless piece of work. Yeah, just. And, and, and like, it's across, um, across multiple generations, too. Yeah. Like, the show still cranks out, like, quality internet buffoonery. And apparently the show got better. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Because I know that it had a low point for a while. Yeah, it was the first, the first, uh, the first SpongeBob movie came out and Steven Hillenberg said he was done for a while. And then the second movie came out and he said he wanted to come back on the show. And then he came back and apparently it's been great, but, but apparently Nickelodeon doesn't pay, uh, doesn't pay royalties, which is kind of fucked up. Oh. But, I mean, I guess they just own the IP, so. Yeah, which is kind of like I don't know. I would think you would you would sign it where they make like a percentage. You know what I mean? Like you don't like he he sold them the show and then wrote for it, but you would think he would make like. I would I would even do don't pay me for the writing. Just give me my give me a a, a percentage of all the episodes played. I mean, it's really hard to get a royalty deal, especially when you get to have your dream job of making cartoons. No, I know, I know, but it's just. I don't know. I, I I don't know, so I can't really say. But yeah, no. Nah, just we lost. We, those were two great people that we lost that inspired children. And dude, I still and reference life, SpongeBob. Yeah. I reference SpongeBob every single day. Oh yeah. Do you know how many times? You know how many times I say? Uh, oh, let me let me think. Let me think of something not offensive. Hold on. We're about to say grandma's ass cheeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how many times a day I go grandma's ass cheeks or Christopher Walken? I love his movies, and that's not even that's not even official SpongeBob. That's fucking grandma's kisses. Yeah, and like which is just like a big meme anyway. Oh, but dude, do you remember in school when everybody was selling chocolate and you'd hear I've got chocolate, chocolate and you'd hear down the hall like chocolate, like yeah. We were 15, 16, 17 years old, still referencing that. And to the fucking day I die, I'll hear someone say, pick me up a cho- pick me up some chocolate. And the first thing I'll do is go, chocolate. I remember when they first invented chocolate. And I hated it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> even, even just, cho- like, you know where someone's going. Yeah. Or it's the first, like, ch- like the Krusty Krab pizza. Is the pizza for, for you, you and, and me. me. You see what I mean? That's yeah. like that's like fucking Mr. Plow. I know you're not a I know you're not a Simpsons guy, but there was a Yeah. I was listening to the radio and it's like still funny. He's like, I'm Mr. Plow, that's my name, my name again is Mr. Plow. Like <laughs> that's like timeless shit, and it's it's just something that's gonna be around forever. And people are gonna sit there and look at it. So Yeah. Welcome to uh, Atomic Radio Hour. Atomic Radio Hour, the show that talks about podcasts Nickelodeon and, and, Disney. <laughs> and Disney and the industry and a baby named Frank. <laughs> yeah, a little bit off topic this episode. <laughs> like he would wear jeans, right? He would wear like little dungarees, <laughs> like overalls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're thinking overalls? I was thinking like not even good jeans, like Wrangler. Like Wrangler jeans and a fucking oh. Hard Rock Cafe shirt from Seattle when he went thirty years ago, or like a sweat stained Metallica shirt. Oh, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh God, a baby named Frank. A baby named Frank, dude. If anybody's listening to this and you're you're good at the art, p- 
please, please send produce us produce a baby named Frank. Please just send us an artist's depiction of a baby named Frank. So, to paint you a bit more of a word picture, this is a baby. Whose name wearing, is Frank. Whose name no, 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 is Frank. No, 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 no. It's, it's up to them. Don't tell them what to do. It's totally up to them. I was just going to paint a word picture. Well, let me, of, hear, uh, let me hear what your idea is. So, my idea of this is a baby wearing overalls, but, like, the top is undone mm. of the overalls. <laughs> so just kind of, like, hanging out. And it's, like, a sweat-stained but black Metallica shirt. And uh, he's smoking a cigarette, and he's, like, balding. But, like, the face is, like, a 40- or 50-year-old man with, like, okay. some stubble. And he's sitting on a Harley. Did you ever, uh... Were you a Looney Tunes kid growing up? A little. A little bit here and there. There was... I remember there's an episode, and I'm trying... Oh, there it is. Maybe. There's, a, there's an episode where Bugs Bunny interacts with a mobster... And it might not be it might not be Looney Tunes. It might be Merry Melodies. I'm it's it's old it's older. It's Babyface Malone, and it's a baby with like the face of like a fort a forty year old Italian immigrant, like the I stereotypical. I I can't find it. I typed in Looney Tunes Babyface Malone, and that's kind of what I'm picturing. Damn, I'm trying to find it now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally just a uh, it's like the stereotypical depiction of an Italian immigrant as a mobster, but he's got like he's the size of a baby with a very wide face, and he's like smoking a cigar. I can't find it. I have. I might have found it. Let me. See. It's not with the big hat. No. Okay, send it to me because I really want to see it. All right, hold it's on. not. Me... It's not the one with the keyhole, is it? It's the keyhole one, it's yeah. N- I don't think it's that. That's no. Babyface Finster. <gasps> no, I think I found it. <laughs> okay, let me see it. What do you send it to me on? <laughs> I'm sent out on the Discord. Uh, put, it, the host put it in general chat. <laughs> put it in general? <laughs> do you just, want me to? Yeah, just everyone, with no context, just general chat. No. No, but that's no, fucking good, That's though. really funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's newer. This is like the old, like... 60s, 70s Looney Tunes when Mel Blanc was still doing it. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I'll find it because now it's you'll find it eventually. Yeah. yeah, but no, just I just like imagine like like what kind of friends does a baby named Frank have? Um, like Nelson, Ralph, like. Hold on. If we're are we making like a baby named Frank lore here? Let's, let's make Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> Of ugly baby names. So, Fr- Frank can friend, be Tommy. All right, best friend going up is a uh, is a chain smoking woman with a poorly dyed red hair named Cheryl. Cheryl, okay, yeah. And she's like, she's like in her late sixties and still works at the same diner. And she greets you with, "What can I get you, honey?" And it's like. Really bad, cheap, green or blue eyeshadow. Oh my god, I love her. And she's a little yeah. overweight. A little bit, Just but a like, little bit. Only because, like, you know, she treats herself with her diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her diet and of... like, she definitely smokes, like, a pack a day. She might kind of have one no, of these two. little things. Oh, the, she smokes two packs fucking, a day. The, 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 the throat thing, the, well, what can I get you type of thing? Yeah, but not quite. She's not there yet. Okay. What's her name? Cheryl? Cheryl, so yeah. We got Cheryl Ann. <laughs> Two names, McGee! <laughs> Cheryl Ann. <laughs> so we got Frank and Cheryl if we have Ann. Any, if we have any Cheryl Ann's listening, please come on the podcast. Any Franks, any babies named Frank. 
Yeah. Well, okay. If you're Frank, right. you could be my baby. So she's gonna be she's gonna be the Chucky, right? Oh, I don't know. I yeah, I guess. So we need we need twins. I think we should go with. Um, I think we should go with fraternal. Like Phil and fraternal Will. twins. Yeah. Oh uh, god. Do you have any ideas? Um, I kind of want to go with like a tiny person and a giant. Huh. But I don't think that's I don't I don't know I don't think that's super funny. How about like fraternal twins? We got that down. Oh well, how could they be a giant and a little person? They're babies. Yeah, they're babies. I'm an idiot. All right, but like, how about one is like super smart and like owns a construction business <laughs> and like is really business savvy? Okay. And the other one, uh, the other one paints for a living. Uh-huh. And, uh, just smokes meth a lot. Why meth? They're babies. I mean, if a baby named Frank can smoke, chain smoke cigarettes with Cheryl. Yeah, but, okay. Cheryl Ann, then. <laughs> Alright, I got something funnier than fraternal okay. twins. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Alright, tell me about it. Conjoin twins. <laughs> um... I don't know. Come on! Think about how funny that would be to be like, ah, oh, this one's always taking up my space. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, pitch it to me. Okay. They hate each other, but they love each other deep down inside, right? So, like, they could be like, hey, that's my shirt. And be like, no, that's my shirt. And it's like... Uh, fuck. The joke would be like, we share this space. That's why I get an arm and you get an arm. Like, I don't know. Maybe. I think that could be funny. You're asking me to come up with something on the spot. That's not fair. Well, it is kind of fair because I pitched you're it. You're asking me to come up yeah, with more yeah, people on the yeah, spot. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know because I think like a baby named Frank. A baby named Cheryl Ann, Ugh. and like you, like it has to be, it has to be just like, it just has to be like the the biggest group of misfits. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. All right, I got one. All right, so it's uh, another lady. Okay, her name is Wendy. Okay, she... <laughs> I thought that was just gonna be it. Her name is Wendy. No. Oh wow, her name is Wendy. She's married to a successful <laughs> Wall Street uh, investor, and she's addicted to Botox. But would would Wendy hang out with a Frank? I mean, they what is, went wait, to what school job together. does Frank do? They're babies. I mean, they go to preschool. What job does Frank do? Um, he's a. Uh, I don't know what 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 job does a baby named Frank do? <laughs> I don't know. Cheryl Ann's a waitress. We already got that. A baby named Frank. I feel like he would be like like an electrician. I can I can see an electrician. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say a uh, a car like the, oh, the guy that tricks out a car. Yeah, like like a mechanic, but not like like a fixes your carburetor kind of mechanic. Like he tricks them out and then sells them for a profit. Like a flipper. Yeah. Like, he'll still do mechanic work on the side yeah, if he has yeah, to, yeah. if he has, like, a, a bad month, but, like... We, should, we need to get to a new topic. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to you bring anything to attention? You want to do... You want to say anything important? Anything pertinent in, in today's world? Um, in today's world? Yeah, um, just anything. 
I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. Like, are you drinking enough water? Me? Yeah, you. Hell yeah. Also, listeners at home, have you drank any water today? Because you're looking parched to me. Just want to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure if I have anything else I have to say. Do you have anything interesting that's happened to you this week? No. I did a lot of driving. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was really good. Um, oh, the gravy. Yeah, I know. That you know, you had some. It's your, your carton of it is still in my fridge. I, I don't, I doubt it will leave your fridge. Ouch. Just go to my parents' house and get it. Yeah, I, I could. But, but damn, like, Thanksgiving was great. But, like, I just kind of slept all day because I didn't have any classes because I was home. Okay. So, I didn't get any work done whatsoever, so now I'm kind of screwed for this week. I see. Because uh, I'm a big idiot and I didn't uh, allocate my time properly while I was home. But, like, I needed the break. I really did. I was going crazy. Yeah, I, I, if I just, that's what I did. Not that I have yeah. class or anything, but, like... I but just, you have a lot of stuff on your plate. Yeah, and that's why I was like, I'm going on vacation. Yeah. and then like Everybody the, needs a vacation. Yeah. Once in a while. On the way home, my phone rang, like, twice. And I was like, I have been gone for, like, ten days. And my phone didn't go off once. And so now... must have been a very traumatic experience and, for yeah, you. Yeah, it, like, went off twice. And I was like, I, I fucking hate not... I hate, I hate my phone. If I wasn't addicted yeah. to social media, I'd have a flip phone. Really? Because there's there's no reason that I can access. There should be no reason why I could I could access Twitter twenty four seven from anywhere in the world. Yeah, I really like Twitter. That's I. That's an issue. No, I do too, and that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't it's know. just like it's really nice to be able to just kind of scream into the void, and sometimes it screams back, for better or for worse. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. I mean, there are some good parts of social media. You get to meet new people. I guess, but you gotta be careful. Yeah, I mean, like, we've met some pretty fine folks that are now friends of the show because of social media. Oh, yeah, definitely. Shout out to fucking White Collar and Mrs. E, but... Yeah, we love those people. Very much, but, like, I'm not gonna, like, meet some person off of Twitter. You know what I mean? In a usual circumstance, yeah. Like, I'm not gonna meet somebody because, like, oh, you tweet a funny thing, I tweet a thing back, we're buddies now. Like, I don't know, I just, I just, I think the internet, I was having a conversation with White the other day about online politics versus real life politics, I say that with air quotes. Like, what is the difference, and at the same time, how are they the same? You know what I mean? Like, Hmm. I don't know. It's 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 we live in a weird time because I feel like we're still living in kind of the time that is the merge between the analog and the digital digital kind of era. Yeah. And I am a big fan of the analog era. And I am a big fan of the digital. Yeah, I just don't I don't understand why I need to be plugged into something for 48 hours a day. Oh, like I get tired of it. I agree. Like I just ah I don't know, man. I don't know. There's just... I hate that, like... And I don't want to sound like an old man when I say this. But, like, I hate when there's, like, kids my age that, like, don't know how to interact. Or, like, I went out to dinner the other day with my mom, right? Yeah. And, like, I saw a kid that I... I, I went to school with his brother, so he, he's a few years younger than me. And, like, he was sitting there at dinner with his mom eating and looking at his phone. 
See, that's disrespectful. Yeah, and his mom was just like sitting there eating. If you're out to dinner, like if you're out to dinner, you should be speaking to the people that you are like with. Yeah. Like that's not that hard. That's I it's that's one what thing you if do. you're having a conversation and then someone's like wait, what year was JFK born? And it's yeah. like, oh, I know what year JFK was born. It's like, it was this, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. No, it wasn't, you idiot. It was this. And then it's like, well, I'm going to look it up. And then you look it up. That's different. Wow, we've had an enriching experience using the internet. Yeah, but if it's like, you're looking at your phone the whole... Like, I was like, I, I wanted to say something. I was going to say it. I was like, yo, get off your phone and talk to your mother. Like, but... At the same time, it's like, you're not my dad. Yeah, it's not my place yeah. to say that. Yeah. But... But, like, when I go out to dinner with my parents, like, unless I'm, like, not feeling good, like, I have a decent conversation. Yeah. I, I Even when I go out with you guys, like, I, tr- I try my best. See, if all of our friends weren't a bunch of broke dick losers, shout out to all my friends. <laughs> Come on the podcast, guys. We love all you. All of you. Uh, yeah. I would want to do, you put your phone in the middle, and whoever touches it first pays for everybody. But, yeah. That's not cost effective. You wouldn't touch your phone. Oh, I, I mean, I know I wouldn't. I have that power. Or 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 you pay for everybody else's tip. See, that one's a bit more fair, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, but if there's four people and, I mean, you're going to wind up paying like like $30 as a tip. Oh, yeah, but like that's better than paying like, what, you go out with six people and like have to pay like oh, 170 yeah. bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you wouldn't fucking do it. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember going out with people and it's like, put, put your phone down, we're, we're having dinner. And it's like, yeah, my girlfriend's calling me. Like, I, mm-hmm. tell her to fucking wait. I just, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Kids these days I mean, with I, their fucking internet and their rock and roll and their malts. And their malts? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the degrading of society. All right, let me ask you this. K- kids, kids. Ooh, you had some really serious cadence there. What do you mean? Like, you, you had something to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now that kids are, are constantly exposed to everything, what was the first time you ever be, you remember being, like, around any sort of, like, nudity or, like, pornography or drugs or alcohol? See, I come from an Irish family, so I've always been around alcohol. Okay. Um, that's just how it goes. Um, but, uh, in terms of, like, nudity and stuff, like, my parents are kind of rad. So, I've always had a really, like, open and, like, uh, relationship with my family, and, like, we were, I was able to discuss topics with my family that I feel like a lot of You just walked other into families... the living room and your dad's watching Backdoor Sluts 9? <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. But, like, um, like, my parents had, like, HBO growing up, so, like, you come down from, like, going to bed early, and you see some, like, dude banging some chick on an HBO show. And they didn't change it? No. Really? I mean, they would, like, pause it or something. We always had the thing where, like, you can pause the TV. Wow. Um, But, like... Yeah, and look how you turned out. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty fine, in fact, I would say. I'm joking. Calm down. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm not... I I took it as a joke. We're good. Um, But, like... Yeah, I mean, I've never had any issues with that. Like in terms of like drugs, I was I was in the Dare program. So, so was I. Drugs have no effect on me. I'm actually immune. <laughs> I remember the first time someone showed me pot or weed or whatever the fuck the kids are calling it. I remember the, the devil's fir- life. I was so scared. Really? I I must have been in seventh grade, eighth grade, seventh grade. 
we were behind somebody's house. I don't know whose really? house it was. It was some fucking person who lived in our town. And they were like, this is weed. And I was like, yeah, hey, hey, good for you. He's like, smell it. And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. You sure? You sure there's enough for the two of us? <laughs> and he's like, and it was just like a dime bag. And he's like, fucking smell it. And I'm like, all right, man. And I, I smelled it. And I was like, okay. And I remember getting like nervous. <laughs> like, and it was nothing. I didn't have it on me. I didn't have it near me. I didn't have it in me. Yeah. Like, I was just, I was a child. But like, I don't, yeah. alcohol, I remember being introduced to fairly young. I, did, I never really drank. I don't drink now. But I remember yeah. being like 13 and finding out like kids were drinking. See, that's insane to me. What do you have to drink to forget at age 13? You don't. You see that it's cool. Quote unquote cool. I mean, I guess, but like, it's not that cool. It's really not. It's, it's shitty. Someone told me recently that they, they had just gotten so drunk that they were taking a picture, a group photo with a bunch of people. Yeah. Said cheese, blinked, and then they woke up in their house fully clothed. Wait, what? Exactly. Where, how do those two events correlate? They, they were, they were taking a picture, went, closed their eyes after the picture was taken. And, and then like blacked out there, t- blacked out right there. And the next time they woke up was like twelve hours later, and uh, they opened their eyes and went, "I have to pee." Got halfway to the bathroom in their house and went, "When the fuck did I get here?" That's nuts. Like I've never. Why been the fuck in such would you ever want to be like that? Yeah, yeah. Like I, something I really appreciate is I like wine. Like I spent some time in in Europe and I really grew to appreciate wines with my meals. So like I like that. That's, like, that's my thing. Yeah. But, like, there's no... I feel like there's no reason to forget your week. <laughs> I, I, does it like, does make are, sense to I've me. got too much shit to do. Yeah. To spend that much time... To have that much lost time. Just, I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. But... Yeah. I don't know. I was also I was also exposed to sex, like, way too young, I think. Really? Yeah, because I remember I was, like, allowed to go on the computer, and I would go on Newgrounds and shit. Oh, uh, yeah. And Newgrounds would have fucking, like, just flat-out pornography. And then I remember my computer got a virus where it would just pop up and be fucking hardcore porn. Really? Yeah. Which, I mean, I was never, like... I remember, like, being like, this is on here. I didn't do it. How do we fix it? Yeah. But, I don't know, man. I just think kids are exposed to shit really, really young. And, I I mean, I think I can kind of speak for that. Because, we're like I said, we're that, that weird middle ground. Yeah. Because, like, we weren't taught how to code in school. I, I I mean, I took a coding class in high school. Yeah, but I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah. So, but that's going to be, like, the next thing. That's going to be typing. Yeah, basically. You want to you wanna end this on a positive note, my friend? Um, yeah. I think despite the internet having its downfalls, we are the most, uh, despite, uh what people would think, probably the most educated and literate generation ever. Oh, I think that's like a fact. Yeah. So I think that our exposure to information constantly, um, whether it's like actual decent information of like being able to research and learn new things or just being connected with people, there's something to gain there that it's hard to quantify. And I think that's something that we can only really see with time how it affects us on a societal level. You think so? You don't think we could have like an immediate societal 
reaction to something? I mean, we could. Because I could think usually... of something, but it's so, it's so, uh, so what do you call it that I like, I don't think it's a fair, it's, it's so impactful that I don't think it's a fair argument. Like, when massive tragedy strikes... Yeah, I was thinking 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when there's massive tragedy, that's that stuff really moves people, too. But, I mean, in terms of, like, slow burn, I feel like we can make some really good progress with what the tools we got. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not disagreeing with you. you know what else you're not disagreeing with? No, tell me. Uh, I th- would think that it's Feather Duster. Oh? It's our intro music. It's by the wonderful, illustrious Shane Ivers. If you want to get our uh, intro music, which, that's ours, don't. Yeah, don't. You can find that at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster. But my question is, where can they find us on Twitter, Vince? They can find the show on Twitter at Atomic Radio Hour. Again, that's at Atomic Radio Hour, and a third time, because repetition is key, at Atomic Radio Hour on Twitter. You can find the show. But if you'd like... What about you, though? But if you'd like to follow myself... Thank you, Declan. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at the, all capitals, the underscore Boogans. Again, that's at the underscore Boogans. At the underscore Boogans in all capitals. And how about you, my friend? You can find me at uh, at my name. That is at Declan underscore Bean. Uh, the capitals shouldn't matter. But if you want that again, I'll hit it with you. That is at Declan underscore Bean. And you want to you hit him a third time? I could. Right. That'd be at Declan underscore Bean. You want to go for the fourth, or do you not think you're ready nah, yet? Nah, I, I don't think I'm ready for that. You sure? I think I think they got the memo. Are, are, you sure, are you sure? I'm quite positive. We'd love if you were to follow us on Discord. Uh, the link for our Discord is in the description below. Um, we're always on there having a conversation. We're always talking about either the new Fallout game or the show itself or just stuff that's going on in everybody's lives. We've got some pretty sweet emojis of, like, Vault Boys dabbing. Yeah. So, like, if you want to be a part of that, that's something to be a part of. And we have Danny DeVito as Pikachu. That's a good one. Uh, we have uh, one of Boone's wife. You can come in and find out what that looks like. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you can follow us there. Uh, when you jump in, make sure you at either myself or Declan and say hello. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, this week we have something. I don't know what it is, but it's coming at you. Here it is. Woohoo! Overseer Matthew's personal log of November 30th, 2107. Many dwellers had requested a way that they could interact with other dwellers in a fashion that we hadn't previously tried before. We tried letting them intermingle together anywhere from 24 to 36 dwellers at a time. We had a program all set up, and after years and years of trial and error, we finally had something that we can finally put to a form of a test. Now, to get people on board with the test, we promised them that if they signed up early, they would be given a hat and a bag. Enough people had signed up where we were willing to try it. We had given it to them, and most of them liked it, but some were still skeptical of the procedure. Now... After this, a few weeks later, we were ready to launch the full program, and even though they had had 
some time to try it and see how they felt. Once they got fully into the investment of it, a lot of them said that there was some sort of compatibility issues or that there was not enough to do, there weren't enough people to speak with. As an incentive to sign up for the program early on, we had given them a hat and a bag to carry things around with them to help them make friends and acquaintances. The bag that I had promised them uh, was not what we had an abundance of, and I had to use a similar, but not the same quality bag. First, I thought this might be just a minor discrepancy, but it turns out that all of the dwellers are ready to metaphorically chop my head off at any given time because of this small dis discrepancy. Once I tried explaining them that it wasn't about the bag, it was about the adventures that you were going to be having, uh, they didn't want to hear it, but given the way I've seen these vault dwellers act in the past, it'll only take anywhere from six weeks to about six months before they, they are acting the way they used to act, and they are enjoying the vault how they had in the past. Any updates on this procedure, I will be putting down on my tape and recording them here in my Overseer's personal law. This is Overseer Matthews of all on November 30th of 2107, signing off. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.